Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I I can't lie to everybody. I am so embarrassingly giddy over the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey situation. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but no, maybe I do. It feels like two of my best friends are dating right now. And I feel just so proud of Travis Kelsey. And I know it's not confirmed that they're dating and we'll get into my thoughts on that. But I'm just saying that Travis Kelsey was out here like, you know, Taylor Swift is beautiful and I'm going to shoot my shot. And as his friend, I felt like I was encouraging him to do so. And I was listening to the podcast and his interviews. And then, you know, he did it. And when I saw she was there, I'm so embarrassed. I can't stop saying this about how my heart like sank and dropped. Like I got so excited that she was there and I know it doesn't mean anything's confirmed, but I was so prepared to come on the podcast and be like, you guys, I just don't think it's happening. And when I saw them together, uh, but listen, Taylor Swift was dating, you know, I'm not trying to throw shade, but like Taylor Swift was dating Joe Alwyn for a really long time. And like, he's great, fine, whatever. But if I were Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey was knocking down my door, like that's finally the level of hotness I feel that Taylor deserves. You know what I mean? And I know you can be like, she's had all these great exes. Like they've all been cute. Have they? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to get canceled for this. But John Mayer, mm, not not that impressed. Like besides Harry Styles, like Travis Kelsey's a man. You know what I mean? I think she deserves a man. And she was sitting with Mama Kelsey and I just feel like they get along so well. Uh, You guys, I just can't. So the reason I thought this was never going to happen, by the way, was because Taylor Swift is so, you know, private now. And he was so public about this. And, you know, she had said in her song, like, the best way to keep a love is to keep private. But then maybe because her and Joe broke up, she's like, why not try it? Like, if I'm Taylor Swift, I'm going through a breakup. Like I said, and Travis Kelsey is giving me a friendship bracelet with his number on it and like literally shooting his shot live. Like this man was no fear. He's like, yes, I'm going to come on my own podcast. I'm going to come on the the news, the sports cast and like tell everybody that I shot my shot. And he like literally could have got rejected by the Taylor Swift in front of the entire world. And he was like, I don't care. I want to see her enough. If he wanted to, he would. I think that's why I love this Travis Kelsey situation so much, because it's just like it's all these things we talk about on TikTok happening in real life. Like he is putting in the effort. And I think as girlies who have watched Taylor in all these relationships, it's like, look at what he did. Look what he made us do. Okay, I just can't. I genuinely feel so excited about it. I think also because obviously I've been a Swifty since she came out. I remember being in my health class and there was this girl. Oh my gosh, I wish I remember her name. Her name was Danielle. I do remember her name was Danielle and she brought in like Taylor Swift debut album and she said, I'm obsessed with this girl. You need to listen to this album. And so I went and picked it up and sure enough, like fell in love, been a Swifty ever since. And then because I've gotten so into football, I got so into Travis Kelsey because of the whole Kelsey Bowl and the podcast and You know, even though I wasn't a big Patrick Mahomes fan, and honestly, I'm just a Niners fan, so, like, it's whatever. But it's hard for me not to be a Kelsey fan, which I know is such trouble. 
because the Chiefs and the Eagles are like not, you know, that doesn't really mesh with the situation. But I don't know. Also, speaking of the Eagles, so one of the funny things about this is that Taylor Swift is historically an Eagles fan and everybody's like, the Eagles are going to be so pissed. And I'm like, you guys, if there were any team, any team for Taylor to kind of like, you know, kind of jump between, don't you think it would be the Chiefs? Like, hello. She's still in the Kelsey family, you guys. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me just back it up here. So Travis Kelsey has a brother, Jason Kelsey, with an amazing documentary, by the way, on um, Amazon Prime. I've watched it twice now. Anyways, so he plays for the Eagles. So like it's in the fam, you know, but the Eagles did respond and they said that um, their girls going like undercover or something for the Chiefs. It's so funny. It's just like what I love so much about this is that it is giving like girlies who love sports and girlies who might not know they love sports yet the opportunity to cross over and check something out. Like the amount of people who were like, oh my gosh, I watched the Chiefs game to see if Taylor was going to be on the screen. And like, what if those people fall in love with football? I think that's just, there are so many benefits to this happening. And I love that our Taylor Swift world and football are combining. And for all the boyfriends out there, like stereotypical boyfriends who like have a girlfriend who like doesn't really like football or like whatever, just that that stereotype, you know, this is such a great opportunity for those worlds to blend. I don't know. I literally have it written out here that I was like, I just don't think this is ever going to happen. And when it did, I just I just can't. Also, I feel a lot of ownership because I have Travis Kelsey on my fantasy football team and I drafted him numero uno. And this is why I wanted somebody with swag, confidence and the ability to pull Taylor Swift like nailed it. (laughs) I just like I literally don't even know where to go. Like I was so excited to podcast just to talk about this. And I like you're going to be sick of me. I get it. But I am just genuinely so excited. I guess since I'm in the football realm now, like I'll talk football, by the way. I fantasy football is so stressful because you truly like never know. And I was projected to win. I'm projected loss. I'm projected to win. I'm projected to lose. Like I, I have no idea. I'm very much tied with the girl who I am playing against and I have two players left to play and she has three. So I really need a miracle. Um, luckily all of my players. So I had three players who were questionable and the otter has been kind of my assistant coach and um he is on vacation and I had three people who were questionable and I had two people on my bench who were questionable and I kind of went rogue and um dropped some of my bench players who were questionable and picked up some people off the waiver wire which is very interesting about fantasy football is that you like can change your team like you you set your team but it's not set like you can change throughout the season which you know what is stressful, you know, but I just picked up people with the similar like score that weren't questionable. And then I told him and I was like, so I did this. He's like, oh, no. How many people did you drop? I was like, um, three. <laughs> he was like, oh, God. And, you know, I was like, listen, sometimes I just got to take creative control. And I was like, you under- understand I have anxiety. And the fact that I lost two weeks in a row based off injuries it stresses me out to have anybody on my, like, to have my bench also questionable, you know? Like, and if they have the same amount of points, who cares? Which he said, you know, that's just week by week. So maybe I pick somebody who actually sucks, you know? Um, But it's fine. It's fine. You guys, maybe it will pan out for me. Maybe it will work out for me. And maybe, hopefully, nobody else on my 
lineup gets injured. Like I got Travis Kelsey back. I did have to bench Ayuk from the Niners, which was sad because they played so phenomenal. Like it was the two games I really wanted to watch were the 49ers and the Chiefs. And they were both like really good blowout games. And I thought that was amazing. But what was so frustrating, I have to say, is the channel I was watching the Chiefs game on, because it was such a blowout, they were literally winning 40 to zero. They changed the channel to the um, like Falcons game or something. And I understand that they were like, hey, this is going to be a better game than watching this blowout. But did anybody tell them that Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game? Like, you know what I mean? Not to bring it back, but like, hello, some of us were there to also see that dynamic. How dare. And um, I would be surprised to see if some cable company didn't get in trouble for that because all the Swifties who joined to watch. I'm just saying. OK, so anywho, back to the sports. Um, So, yeah, I will say that my sweet baby angel did so good on Thursday. And so I have Jordan Love from the Green Bay Packers and I have Brock Purdy from the 49ers. And somebody at work was like, I think you should bench Purdy. And I was like, no way. And um, thank God I didn't. I mean, I thought about it for a second because I just really didn't want to lose anymore. But the otter was like, no, 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 play play Purdy. He has Purdy. He played Purdy. And he did so good. Like, we're just so proud of him. You know what I mean? And then they were talking on the sports cast about how he's like the lowest paid quarterback in the league. And all I kept thinking about, like, I know, I know this makes me sound like such a bee, but I kept thinking about, you know, why he wouldn't have waited to make more money before he proposed. But then they were saying he was making like $50,000. But then they also said that uh, he has a roommate, like he lives with somebody else on the team right now. And I, no one was mentioning the fiance. And I'm just like very confused. So if you don't know, obviously, if you don't listen to the podcast religiously, I mentioned that Brock Purdy got engaged, but then they were saying he lived with a roommate and then... Like, this girl knows what she's doing, by the way. Like, this girl knows to play the long game, and we got to respect her for it. I mean, obviously, I think they're just actually in love. But for the comedy of it, she's, like, probably living in a house, I think, with a lineman, they said. And they're, like, roommates. But does she live there, too? I just had so many questions. I just got to get Brock on the phone and ask him a couple things, but it's fine. Um, Also, during the game, the 49ers game, this guy, like, punched another guy, but, like, in the helmet. And it was really weird because the 49ers were winning by so much. And then one of the 49ers, I think it was him, he punched another guy on the team. And honestly, just from a logistics standpoint, I couldn't really understand why you would do such because they wear helmets. Like if you're going to punch someone, you want it to hurt them. Punch them in like the arm and push them. I don't know. Pants them. Like I just I don't understand what punching somebody in a helmet would do. Wouldn't that hurt you more? I don't know. I just thought it was really weird. Um, I've been learning a lot also about Deion Sanders and it's wild. The otter introduced me to the story. So if you don't know who Deion Sanders is and if you're like, Ashley, everybody knows who Deion Sanders is. Okay. I didn't, but he played both football and baseball at the same exact time. And so I watched his documentary and people were so pissed and mean to him. And I was like, this man was just trying to do everything. And like, you know, let him. So then I watched this documentary and I was like, this guy's very interesting. Then when I was watching uh, Thursday Night Football on Prime, they said that he has he has another documentary out on Prime. That's all about him coaching at a school. I think it's called Jackson in Florida. And so I'm watching this documentary and I'm like, wow, this is like really intense. This guy like redid the whole um, athletic center. Like it looks really nice. Then they were talking about the Jackson water crisis, which I feel like 
I knew about, but not enough. Like in the city of Jackson, like no one was even able to drink water at all. Like at all. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I have my 40 ounce um, Stanley dupe with me and I go through probably like at least four of them a day. Genuinely could not imagine not having water. Okay. So I'm watching this whole documentary, whatever. And I know that Otter told me this, but I just kind of like, I didn't put the whole thing together. But then I was telling somebody else that I was watching this documentary and they were like, oh, Colorado lost so bad. And I was like, what do I care about Colorado? And then they were like, oh, he coaches for Colorado now. And I'm like, hold on. I'm watching this whole documentary about like how he's changing the game in Jackson just to turn around the next season and be in a different school. I like, I haven't got to the end of the documentary, but I hope they address it. And I hope there's a season two. Like, I want to know. I got to know. Also, um, okay, so in high school sports news, I went to the Branham uh, game and, you know, it didn't go the best. But more importantly, I now have a Branham High School Athletics sweatshirt. So I'm officially in it. For those of you who are new, my amazing cousin Danielle, um, her fiance Kevin, who we love, uh, coaches in high school football. And I like to go to games with her on Friday nights. And... I have I went for a bunch of games last year, so I felt that it earned me some swag and now I have swag. But, you know, in more important news, uh, I also had Danielle on to record. I'm sorry, what weddings? So that is very exciting. So we are going to have um, a new episode of weddings with her, which I'm so thrilled about. She got engaged. We talk all about the engagement story, all this fun stuff. And, you know, I have to now that we're talking about weddings. I wanted to say that a new episode of I'm Sorry What Weddings came out last week and I talked basically about the entirety of the timeline of being like planning a bachelor or bachelorette party, which I think is super helpful because people are always like, where do I start? Where do I begin? And this is pretty much like a comprehensive list of how that gets done. I'm honestly thinking about typing it up and making like a Google Doc and adding it to my link in bio. If that's something you think you'd be interested in, DM me and let me know. But, you know, I, one of the things I didn't get to talk about that I thought, you know, I can sneak in here is what to involve the bride or groom in. And because um, I, I have gotten asked this question a lot. And, you know, I there should be an element of surprise because I think that when a bride is plan- like they're already planning their wedding and I know that there's a lot of type A brides out there, myself, um, whenever it's my turn included. Um, but I think it's nice to kind of alleviate that stress. So what I think they should be involved in is the location, the house or hotel. Like, I think that's a key piece. The theme, like it should be a collaborative event to design the theme. Um, and then just ask them what kind of activities they want. And then everything else can kind of be like, a surprise a bit but if you have a little bit more of a planner then I would just let them in and I would just keep them out of the emails when it comes to like talking about cost and all that stuff and like getting money and updating the girls but um make sure they know about you know the schedule and just give them little updates and like let them know what you're there do what you are doing so it makes it feel like they're involved you know but like decorations and gifts and stuff like that can all be a surprise so just sneaking that in there and if you want to check out the whole episode of course it's in the same place you found this one super easy um okay so we love okay oh one more sports thing that i thought was super interesting um is that Okay, so remember how I was watching Formula One? I, the show, by the way, not the actual event. 
I, I still can't I don't think I can get into watching it like on TV, but I follow all the Instagram accounts and I thought it was really interesting. The Japanese Grand Prix, they their trophy, if you kissed it, like there's a certain place where you kiss it and it would light up with the flag of the country of the winner. So Max Verstappen's been winning like literally everything. And you know what? Good for him. And he kissed the trophy and I think he's like Dutch. So like the Dutch flag came up and I thought that was so cool. And I never really thought about it, but we just had like the same ass trophies for every other sport. And I wonder if we're going to get like technological about it. I think that's what's so fun about Formula One. They have so many different trophies and they all look kind of different based off the country. And I don't know if any other sport does that, but it at least like what I've seen from, you know, the World Series trophy and the football football trophy, the Super Bowl trophy, like they all look the same. But I don't know. Anywho, I got to get more into women's sports. So I have some updates there and that's on me. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. OK, so my week last week was fun. You know what I mean? Um, I the otter came over on Tuesday. I cooked. Um, what did I make? I think I made taco bowls. I think that was the vibe. This week, I'm going to try spaghetti squash. So I'm trying to move towards the uh, Mediterranean diet, I guess. That's what my aunt said, um, to help with all my joint pain. So I've been seeing, and honestly, every night I have pasta, which is like a no-no. Like grain, like whole, like white grains are like such a no-no. And I'm like, damn it. But um, so I wanted to try the spaghetti squash trend to see if I'd like it. So I'm going to be cooking that. Maybe it'll be a fail. Maybe it'll be amazing. Who knows? Uh, we will find out. And um, I'm super excited about that. But OK, so last week, what did I do? You know what I mean? Um, obviously, hung out with the otter. That was fun. And then um, Friday Night Lights. Oh, and then Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Listen to this. OK, so <laughs> after Friday Night Lights, you know, we went out and well, I'll say this. Like, I had food at the snack shack. OK, which whatever. Um, her stomach has endured worse. I thought. So I go to a bar after with um, with our girl, Danielle and Mo. And um, I'm like sitting there and some it's it starting to rumble. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you guys, something's not right. I have to go. And Mo's like, you think you're going to make it all the way back to Campbell? I was in Morgan Hill, which is like about a 30 minute drive. And I was like, I have to like, I don't know what's happening. So I drive home and I'm like, at this point, I'm speeding. Sorry, dad. And I'm like, this is the time I'm going to get pulled over and I'm going to have to tell the officer, like, I'm sorry, but I have Crohn's and I have to poop. And that just has to be the answer. And so I <laughs> I was like driving home so quick. I literally you guys barely made it through the door. And this is going to be gross. So fast forward if you are squeamish. But I both ends. Both ends. And the worst part was my trash can has a little like I, my trash can was designed to be like a desk trash can. So it's very, you know, cute and trendy. It's gold on the inside, white on the outside. It's got little slits on it. And my of course, this happened to me this time. Like I usually put a trash bag in it, but I just was lazy and I had it and it was full. So I was like, I'm going to take this out anyways. Yep. So I had to throw open it and everything came out the sides and got all over the new bath mat that my mom just bought me. So, um, you know, and I just didn't have it in me to clean either of those things. Like, so I had to throw both of them away, which isn't quite in the budget for me to get a new bath mat and a new trash can. But 
I've seen these really cute ones from Five Below. So I'm thinking about, you know, making an excursion or, um, you know, Target's got like that whole dorm collection where usually things are pretty cheap. So I think I'll be fine. But anyways, so yeah, I did all that. And the next morning I was doing a lupus 5k. I was walking before everybody gets excited. I was going to walk it and I was just like, oh my God, like my Crohn's would act up like before my lupus walk. I think that my Crohn's gets really jealous if I talk too much about having like maybe having, maybe not having lupus, which I'll get into. And anyways, this, this series occurred again at two in the morning and my alarm goes off. So the, the run walk started at eight and you can get your bib starting at 6 a.m. And so the only 5K that I've done, well, I guess I've done two other 5Ks, but the one I've done like more recently was a Thanksgiving turkey trot and it was packed. And I remember having to get there pretty early to get my bib. And so my alarm goes off at 6. I'm like, OK, if I leave by 7, so I'm like snoozing, snoozing, finally get up at like 645 do my hair, whatever, like get ready, pack up my stuff and leave. And I get there at like literally it was at the Campbell Park, which I didn't know where that was, which is literally down the street from my place. And so I I get there probably around like 715, whatever. And I like not even honestly, it was probably like 706. OK, and I like get over there and it's dead vacant. And I get my bib and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, like the world is spitting. And the worst part, by the way, I just want to make it clear that like I didn't even have a single drink and I was just like my life. But I really wanted to do this 5K and I I totally did it. So basically why I signed up for this. So one of my champagne goals, I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys, there's only like three months left in the year. And I very much have six champagne goals. And um, so she was stressed and I was just like, OK, I got to get this. I got to get this done. And um, so when I was looking at 5Ks, I had just started with lupus. And um, well, I I sorry, that's not true. I started with Crohn's and there were none, but I went to lupus and they had um, a 5K in Campbell. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how perfect is this? And I am aware that my doctors have gone back and forth on me having lupus in general. But the pain that I've been feeling is so um, tied to the lupus symptoms. And I think for me, what I was experiencing was like, I'm in so much pain and I feel so out of control. Like my joints hurt so bad. And I felt I did feel like at the time, I was doing my best. I was like, I feel like I'm not I'm like eating pretty well. I feel like I go on hot girl walks like I feel like I'm doing everything that I can. And then then I just kind of stopped like then I stopped caring about what I was eating. I stopped caring about walks and I just was like, this is just going to suck. And I, I hate my life and I'm depressed. Right. And so I wanted to kind of get out of that and take control over something that I could. And I felt that doing this 5k to benefit something that I may or may not have but at least I'm experiencing similar symptoms of would kind of make me feel empowered and like I did it and I and I did something to help and honestly that's exactly how I felt I I did it and um what was really funny was okay so I did it by myself and that's not because you know I didn't want to invite anybody I just was kind of like I just wanted to kind of do this by myself and so 
I was walking and you know they have like if you've never done one of these like walks or whatever they have volunteers like along the way kind of pointing you in the direction but also like cheering you on and applauding and I like I was hating that I was around groups so I kind of like walked fast to be a little bit more isolated and so I'm like walking by myself but everybody is applauding for me and it's like just me you know and at first I was very embarrassed by that but then I was like what are you talking about it's like your dream come true and I was like oh my god thank you thank you so much thank you so much um and it was just it was really fun and I ended up you know, finishing it. And, uh, it was just a really wonderful experience. And I do think it gave me exactly what I was looking for. You know, it, um, it made me feel like I accomplished something. It made me feel like I helped. I then became just a pure couch potato because I was like, oh my gosh, I literally got no sleep. I threw up. I, um, other ended all night and now I need to sleep. So, I, I cooked myself a really beautiful breakfast. I did pop the 5K bottle of bubbles, made myself a little mimosa with uh, the apple uh, apple cider um, from Trader Joe's, the cinnamon apple cider. Oh, you know, it's my fave. Comes back every year. Always make a sangria with it. Very excited about that. Um, waiting for Thanksgiving. And anyways, it was just like really, uh, it was a really nice, beautiful experience. And I was proud to be a little lazy bum for <laughs> the rest of the week, but or le- rest of the weekend. Um, except y- yesterday I did go out. Um, today it's Monday when I'm recording. I went and went to brunch with um, a couple of the besties, uh, Kristen Allen, who you might know from the podcast, you know, and my friend Jason. We had brunch at Water Tower Kitchen, their choice, not mine. And um, I just love Water Tower Kitchen so much. It's truly becoming my regular hang. Like I literally went there last week at the same time with my mom and no shame in the game. So anyways, it's just uh, it was a really wonderful week and weekend that was just totally highlighted by Miss Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. One of my favorite things to do with my friends is just sit there and give each other some life advice. Like we have such meaningful conversations and I always feel better after having a conversation with them. So I wanna bring that love and compassion and advice to you all. We are doing Ashley's advice right here on the podcast and you can submit any question to me so easily. Just click the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's of course, on Instagram and on TikTok and I will be answering your questions right here on the podcast. You can do wedding questions or any sort of life questions and they'll be answered on both I'm Sorry What and I'm Sorry What Weddings. So what's so funny is that I had blocked out the celebrity like segment of the podcast and I was like, okay, I have two stories. They're from two people and they both still happen to be Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian. And I was giving the update about Travis Kelsey and on here. And, you know, he had said, this is what I had when I was going to record the podcast. Thank God I was going to do it Sunday morning. And I'm so grateful that I waited because I would have missed her actually showing up. But I had said, okay, so Travis Kelsey went on the news and said that uh, he told Taylor Swift, you know, I've seen you rock Arrowhead. Now you can come see me. And I thought, I don't know, you guys, I think she's too private to show up. And then she did. And we already talked about that. But let's talk about the other big Taylor Swift news. So, okay, we all know about the Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas drama. If you don't know, let me like give you the quick synopsis. So basically, Joe and Sophie have been married. I don't know how long now. I think like a couple years. They have two kids and they're getting a divorce. And one of the big things was that the news was all this like negative stuff about Sophie. And I got to say, like, this is what I love about our post Barbie era. It's like we are in such a women supporting women era now. And I think I've said this here before, but it's just like 
everybody had Sophie Turner's back, whereas like five years ago, you know, I think back to like the Jen Aniston situation and people were like, oh, well, you know, like Jennifer must have done something to make, you know, Brad Pitt go off with, uh, you know, Angelina Jolie and like, how could you not? And all this stuff. And like, no one really cared that she was like literally heartbroken. You know what I mean? And I'm glad that we are moving away from that. So basically everybody's standing the queen of the north. We're all with uh, Sophie Turner and even Miss Taylor Swift came out. And so if you don't know why this is so incredibly, amazingly juicy, it's because uh, Taylor Swift dated Joe Jonas back in the day. She's released some songs about him, including Mr. Perfectly Fine, which we, you know, we love, we stand. And so they were spotted out two nights um, having dinner together. And it's just so amazing. Like, we love to see it. Like I said, She's just a girl's girl. I'm just a girl's girl. I love to see women together. And um, I, I I just love this so much because I truly, I truly believe in Taylor Swift so much. And I'm just like, she would not like go and support somebody that, you know, wasn't just like in the right, you know? And I think that's how I feel about the Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas. I think that like, honestly, it just started as, them just not being compatible and I think that when this was coming out Joe was really like I think he remembered that when he dated Taylor Swift and it didn't work out that like things you know didn't exactly go well for him and so I feel like he you know really took this bitter route like I think he thought he could control Sophie and he wanted her to act the way he did and that's and not from like this mean controlling standpoint I think that he just saw like Priyanka going to all of the Jonas Brothers shows and I think that she didn't really like I think that Sophie is a little bit more introverted and maybe didn't really want to do that all the time and all this stuff and then I think Joe just like totally retaliated and then I think when the media took Sophie's side like I think he's even more pissed about that and I feel like I don't know, but it just seems like he's taking it out like on the worst way possible. Like the latest that's out. And I don't want to talk about it too much because honestly, it just makes me sad because like there's kids involved and like Sophie, I know, struggles with mental health. And it's just like the agreement was that they were going to raise their kids in the UK. And now it's time for them to do that. And it sounds like from the media, which, you know, that's just the media talking. Who knows for reals that Joe is like holding back, holding the passports like hostage so the girls can't go. It's just like. I don't know. The whole thing just seems messy and it makes me sad because I do think we're seeing a lot of celebrity divorces recently that are actually just amicable. And I was kind of hoping that this was going to be the same thing. And it just doesn't sound like it. Honestly, that just makes me sad. Like, it's not even juicy. The juicy thing is Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner hanging out like that's fun. I love that. I shared a picture on my story. I was just like, we stand because it's just like, I love when the girlies come out to support each other. Um, and speaking of, Kim Kardashian made her acting debut on American Horror Story, and I'm absolutely not going to watch the season. I don't watch really any American Horror Story because I am a scaredy pants. I did watch a season. I can't. I think it was the cult one. I don't even remember. And it was interesting. And I was like, I want to watch this, but I'm too scared. And I'm absolutely not going to watch this one because there's a lot of spiders involved and F that. But I saw some clips on TikTok and like she's not doing bad. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I should ask someone who's actually watched the show. But, like, the TikTok sentiment that I've been seeing is that Kim Kardashian's actually doing pretty well. And she plays, like, a manager in the show, which is so funny. Because um, I'm wondering if Courtney's pissed. Because remember when Courtney did that little movie with Addison Ray And she played Addison Ray's manager. And I'm just like, is Courtney like, wow, you're really stealing everything that I do? I just want to know. I mean, I'm just saying. Kim's doing it on a much larger scale with a much bigger cast. But I thought she did amazing. And then all of a sudden I saw like the NFL and Kim Kardashian and one other in an Instagram story. And I was like, what in the world is this? Like, is Kim trying to become like, you know, the NFL is really all about Taylor Swift right now. Like, what is what are they doing posting Kim Kardashian? It was like a clip of her talking on the phone. I'm like, what's happening? So I watched the video and it's literally the announcement that Usher is playing the Super Bowl. And listen, I'm very excited about this. We love Usher. Um, but what I think is so funny is that obviously there's been this such historical beef between Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift. And the fact that like Kim Kardashian was really out here supposed to be the being the biggest news in football and Taylor Swift just literally just shows up to a game and like I haven't seen a single person talk about the Super Bowl right now. Like I haven't seen a single person talk about the Super Bowl and I feel kind of bad for Usher on that because like you know you have to pay to play the Super Bowl and so like he was paying to play the Super Bowl and he got Kim Kardashian mega celebrity to announce this and I don't feel like anybody's really talking about it so yikes but like it's okay it's okay it's gonna be fine I'm excited this is my confession I think Usher's gonna do great like we have been listening to yeah still at every single wedding that I've been to and like he's a legend that will just his music will never die like he he's solidified in the middle school dance like must have play song at every event and it's just a good time so I think he's gonna do great at the Super Bowl I love that Kim Kardashian was involved in this like good for her you know, I mean, I don't like what she did to Taylor, but I think she was really highly manipulated by Kanye. So it's hard for me not to be, you know, a fan. And you guys, I just think it's going to I just think it's all going to work out. And maybe we'll see both of them at the Super Bowl. I don't know. OK, from Ashley's advice today, I am really stealing from this podcast called um, Style Your Mind. I know I've talked about it so much here on this podcast, but I just truly love it. And I think Kara Alwyn is amazing. And I've read one of her books. I got to read more, but she is like backed up on books right now. But I listened to her podcast on um, while I was walking and she was talking about you know, it there being three months left in the year. And so she's like, OK, I think that we do check ins, you know, kind of six months and at the year mark. But we have three months left in the year. And she said, how do you want to show up in these last three months? And I thought that was a really interesting kind of way of putting it. Like, how do you want to show up? Not necessarily like, what do you want to accomplish? Like, what do you want to um you know, like, what do you want to do? Like, what resolutions have you not done? But she said, like, how do you want to show up? And I just thought that that was really, like, profound, honestly, to me. But I was thinking about it for myself. And I think that there it's so quick for me, because even when I was writing it down, I was like, OK, well, I want to be I want to send like text people back more. I want to, like, at least get two more champagne goals done. And again, I was like, these are action items, not necessarily like an overall theme of how I want to show up. And I think that, you know, she was saying like 
three different ways for the three different months. And, you know, for me, I think one of the big things, like taking those little tasks and thinking of them overarching. So like when it comes to being a better texter, like I think for me, I want to show up as like a reliable source. Like that's something I want to work towards is being a little bit more reliable when it comes to, hey, I know I can text Ashley and she will get back to me and answer my question in like at least two days where right now it's like a week to two weeks to get a response from me. I think that's a little, that's a little wild. Like who do I think I am? Like Taylor Swift could respond to Travis Kelsey right away and show up to the game. I should be able to do the same. So I thought that one, that was really great. And then, you know, when it was like, when I talk about my champagne goals, uh, you know, I was like, okay, accountability, I think is another like way I'd like to show up. Like I want to be accountable, which kind of can go into the, the texting thing too. But like, I want to be accountable. I want to, you know, cause one of the other tasks was like, I want to get all my routines. And I think all that kind of comes back to accountability. And then, you know, the last one is like, um, enjoyable or happy. Like I know that seasonal depression is rolling in and that's going to be really hard to like come back. But I think for me, I want to show up and, and try to bring joy to myself as much as possible and, you know, bring like a peace and an understanding and show up as happy. Like the events that I have the energy to go to, I want to show up to them with happiness and joy and excitement to be there. So, you know, um, the reliability, accountability, I think they're kind of the same now that I'm saying them out loud. So I feel like I might have to combine them and think of another. So I think they're the same accountability and reliability. Bam. Um, I want to show up with, you know, happiness and enjoyable. So now I need a third one, which, you know, we're going to we're going to think of <laughs> on the fly because that's not what I wrote down. But as I was writing them, I was like, wait, the, the, as I'm saying them out loud, I'm like, those two are clearly the same. But I think um, maybe like maybe forceful, maybe just like a positive like force is kind of how I'd like to show up in the, oh my God, that's the same as happy. You guys, I'm doing so bad at this and I would cut it out, but I feel like seeing the process and the struggle is nice. Maybe like healthy is kind of the other way I'd like to show up is healthy, healthy mind, healthy spirit, but also just like healthy body. And I think that kind of encompasses like trying this new, you know, like diet and making sure I exercise more and that kind of stuff and like kind of getting that it because it for me sometimes I'm so crazy about the New Year's resolutions that I'm like oh, well I'll just wait to improve until January 1st and I'll make that a New Year's resolution and it's like we can res resolute at any time of the year which I think is what I really loved about this whole like how are we going to show up in the last three months here so you know, you've seen my confusing process on it, obviously, but, you know, which means you, maybe you're not going to wake up and just know right away what what you want your process to be. So um, think about that. How do you want to show up in the last three months here of the year? And, you know, try not to put too much pressure on about like, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. Just genuinely with the moods, like, how do you feel you want to show up and make sure you check out the champagne um, diet. I think that's her book in the in the podcast is called style your mind but i love stole out with pride and you know i think it's gonna be an amazing last three months hopefully okay sorry i took a little break there to have some therapy with andrew which was very fun um you know it was it was it was nice and interesting i told him about my 
accountability um, goals. And he's like, you know, I think you should maybe be a little nicer to yourself about um, how far you've come. And uh, you try really hard. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you, Andrew. Thank you so much. But, um, you know, so that was kind of funny. I was like, I want to be accountable. And he's like, yeah, I think you are. You're just, you know. He's like, it's it's not going to be perfect every single day. And I think that was like the message I wanted to come back with was like, you know, I talk about talked about these these goals and all these things. And, you know, it's it's wonderful. And and I think they're like really great to work for. But, you know, there's going to be days that and times that, it, you know, you're just surviving and it's that. So anyways, speaking of surviving, let's get to the I'm sorry what moment of the week, because listen, this is just a little niche bitch, but I think the society can appreciate it. Um, so, you know, I am, have been feeling very sick, you know, and I have an aunt who's also got arthritis. So I like messaged her. I'm like, OK, I I am exhausted. Like, do you have stretches? Are there certain foods you eat? And she's like, yes, actually, I've been really able to, you know, manage um, through like my diet change. And she's like. Uh, it's called the Mediterranean diet. So I looked into it and I'm just like, you know, what's so annoying about this is that like, you know, we're like us autoimmune bitches, like we are in so much pain and yet we have to like not eat fast food. Like every one of them was like fast food, no fast food. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay. I am never going to not have Taco Bell in my life. I just am, you know, and I just think it's so rude that the best things in life are like the worst for us. Like, why can I eat a Crunchwrap Supreme and be super healthy and super skinny? Like, I just I'm sorry. What? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, you know, I mean, I will say this just like as a side note, I for dessert last night because it was like "Mm, sugars are bad. And I was like, ugh. but they said honey was good. So I had strawberries with a little honey drizzle on it, and it was honestly delicious. So for any of my other um, friends out there who are on this journey, I recommend. But I'm just like, seriously, why wasn't the answer like you're not eating enough chalupas? Like, why? Why couldn't that be the solution? They're like, actually, um, uh, number seven for McDonald's would be absolutely ideal in this situation. It would clear your joint pain right up. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why? Why haven't the doctors figured out how to make McDonald's? like the cure for Crohn's disease. You know what I mean? Or like all this joint pain problem. And I'm like, really, I have to be I'm already being active, but I can't just like walk myself to the BK across the street. Like that's not going to solve all my problems. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, I mean, ultimately, of course, I I know I'll be totally fine. And I think this will be a great journey. It's actually not too far off of what I've already been eating. It's mostly the dinners because I've been having pasta for dinner because listen, she is on a budget. I was like, I'm going to go the whole podcast without talking about this. And like, oops, I snuck it in here. But it's just like dinners are so hard for me because I'm also a social creature. And, you know, I like to be able to go out after, you know, after work if somebody invites me or I invite somebody else, which I honestly haven't really been doing. So I don't know why I'm so worried about it. But I felt like every time I was meal prepping dinner, like something like this would happen. And so, you know, I was like for costs, I'm just going to keep like frozen turkey meatballs and pasta because it will be really like cheap and easy dinner to make. And I don't have to like worry about it. But I think maybe I was eating too much pasta and that's not helpful. So I'm going to have to find a supplement for that, which I think honestly, um, 
I did like carrot pasta last week and I really liked it, but they have, but it's like so much work to like zoodle, you know what I mean? And I just don't, I did it and I cut myself with the like little grater and now I'm annoyed, but uh, Trader Joe's has like frozen rainbow carrots that, you know, you can just heat up. So I was like, I think this is going to be the vibe. Anywho, um, also I went through my old like HelloFresh recipes and a lot of them kind of fit into this diet. So I'm sure I'm going to be fine. You know what I mean? But I just feel like overall, I'm not understanding why the cure to all illnesses isn't a McDouble or, you know, a BK double cheeseburgers and fries or, you know, an In-N-Out burger, um, burger with, with a Neapolitan shake. Like, I just don't understand. I just don't get it. Like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I just thought, think this should be the cure for the world. I just think so. Um, cause you know, we love talking about fast food here on the podcast. We do it all the time. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I love you all so much. I appreciate you sticking with me on all my journeys, letting me gush about Travis and Taylor and, you know, um, just being here with me on all of my many journeys. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for supporting my podcast. And I just, I truly love you so much. Um, don't forget to, Give me a, a, a star rating if you like me. I really, you know, I hear that that's a big deal for the people. So um, the star ratings, the subscriptions, share this podcast with a friend, someone that you think would love it. Um, and uh, thank you. Just thank you for being here with me. Honestly, just listening is enough. So if you don't feel like doing any of those things, I appreciate that you just listen to my podcast. Like that's enough. But um, OK, I will chat with you next week. OK, love you. Bye.